All right, Dad, come on up and preach. Well, good evening, everyone. Glad to see you in the Lord's house tonight and everybody at home on live stream. And uh, good to be in the Lord's house. Amen. I love this book. And uh, we got got so much to learn from the Word of God. And it's not how much of the Word of God we actually learn, it's how much we learn to apply to our life. And that's the great thing about grace, because grace helps us to bring this truth of God's Word in in, uh, perspective to ourselves. Um, it's easy to sit in the pew and the preacher's preaching and got the church here and it's easy to say, oh yeah, he, I know who he's getting at, this person over here. Well, well, I'm glad so-and-so's here because, boy, they need to really hear what the preacher's saying. Instead of saying, uh, it's me. It's me, it's me, O Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Amen. That's what we ought to be saying. And that's what the Holy Spirit and the grace of God is all about. It's applying God's Word right to our personal lives. And uh, I've had people come out several times throughout my ministry and they, they say, Preacher, you were preaching right at me today. I said, sorry, I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't know it if I was, because I never try to preach right at In fact, if I'm preaching and someone comes to mind, I try to change the subject a little bit or something and try to make it uh, like I'm, I don't want to ever want to preach straight at somebody. But the Holy Spirit always does. <laughs> and the Word of God always does. It goes right to our heart. Uh, <clears throat> You know, Paul had a thorn in the flesh. I'm I'm glad to find that out because Paul was a great man. And yet great men have problems. He had a weakness. Uh, He had a thorn in the flesh. And he needed an extra dose of the grace of God. Amen. It's easy for us to get along through life and make it all right and think, you know, I'm doing great. I got things together. Uh, but so God gave uh, Paul a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to uh, buffet him, he said. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know exactly what it, all it was, but it's something that was with him all the time. You know, he was stoned to death. And the Lord just raised him back up and said, I'm not through with you yet. <clears throat> but maybe something happened uh, when he was stoned to death and God didn't take it all away. Maybe there was a weakness that appeared and, and he had to live with it. He had to deal with it. And Satan loved it. He buffeted him with it, you know. And the messenger of Satan buffeted him. But God's grace was sufficient. And uh, no matter what ailments or weaknesses we have, God's grace is sufficient for us. And I'm glad for that. 
Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, bless us tonight. <clears throat> Speak to our heart. And uh, Lord, uh, I pray that we'd understand if a great man like Paul the Apostle knew how much he needed the grace of God to live uh, with the weaknesses that he had in life. Lord, we certainly need your grace tonight. And uh, let us never forget that your grace is so important to us and uh, get us through this life and to make us the biggest blessing to you and to others in our every cross in life as your grace works in us and through us to glorify you. Bless us, we pray in Jesus' name, for his sake, amen. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm getting kind of raspy tonight. <clears throat> pray that I'll make it through. Yeah, Jimmy, can you get me a glass of water? I'm, I'm learning a lot about my son. I, I didn't know just listening to him preach um, about him getting assurance of salvation and uh, that he, uh, this morning, and, and uh, I never tried to make it easy for my kids, you know. I made them make the decisions and, and live with them, amen. And, uh, but it's hard for a parent to watch children. I didn't have any idea that he, he had doubts about his salvation uh, when he was young. But, uh, you know, it was a surprise to me as much as any. But, you know, I'm glad that God doesn't let us just go on believing that everything's okay when it's not. His grace is always at work in us to correct us, to open our eyes to the reality of our condition and our life. And uh, that's good. So the power of God's grace with a thorn. Paul had a thorn in the flesh. And uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to, I'm just going to quote a lot of scripture to you tonight. So the power of grace is seen when we encounter things and circumstances that are beyond our control. You know, man is a funny creature. Men especially seem to be trying to be macho and I can handle this and it's okay, I got it, you know. It's kind of like the <clears throat> little boy is up on the roof of a barn playing. And it's a tin roof, and he started sliding. As he slid down the roof, he started praying to God. He said, God, help me. Lord, help me. Save me. Lord, I'm two stories up, you know. And, and uh, he slid right down to the edge, and there was a, a nail sticking out. And it caught him by the seat of the britches. And he said, never mind, Lord, this nail's got me. <laughs> Amen. Isn't it amazing even whenever God, uh, by His grace, intercedes and takes care of us, we always uh, find something else to praise instead of Him. Amen. But grace teaches us 
to keep our eyes on the Lord, keep our praise going towards Him, keep our heart open to Him. That's why grace does. It keeps you an open heart. I, I don't claim to be a great preacher by any means. But you know what? If God could get your heart open, you'd get a lot more than what you hear me say. Do you know what I'm trying to say? When God's grace is working in your life, you'll hear a lot more, you'll learn a lot more than I taught. Because the Holy Spirit speaks to you through the grace of God. Amen? Uh, if it weren't for that, I'd hang it up. I'd hung it up a long time ago because I never thought of myself as a, as a great preacher by any means. I, uh, I love people. I care about people. I think that's the only thing that kept me in a ministry. God's always given me a, a big heart for people. And, uh, but I'm like Paul, by the grace of God, I am whatever I am. And that's it. And God gets all the glory, if there's any glory begotten. And because He did it, by the power of grace, in my, our life. Well, Paul came to a time when uh, he was having a hard time and uh, <clears throat> he had been stoned once in his life and left for dead. Hey, no, he just left for dead. Well, they would have kept stoning him if, he had, if they didn't think he was dead. But the Lord raised him up and uh, he went on from there. And he talked about having a thorn in the flesh. A thorn in the flesh. Maybe it was some weakness that he had as a result of the stoning. Maybe he had headaches, you know. Uh, but it was something that kind of set him back. And he felt like he, he really wasn't giving God his best. Something was holding him back. And he said that Satan was buffeting him. And uh, through this illness or this weakness that he had had, he never was quite the same in his own eyes. Uh, he, he felt like it, it really got him down. Many people go through something very traumatic in their life. And somehow uh, they feel like life's just not the same. Well, that's when you need the grace of God more. Amen? And that's when you need to realize God's in your corner and He's uh, in control and He can control things that's beyond your control. Amen? <clears throat> so, these grace times can be easily recognized. Uh, they're very painful experiences. Um, maybe they bring, allow something to come into our life that's very painful as we remember things that have happened. It's very painful. Uh, and life just doesn't seem the same. But that's because grace wants to change us and mold us and make us stronger. Amen? Grace doesn't make us weaker. It makes us stronger. And... Uh, no matter how much we feel like life tears us down, grace of God is there to make us stronger 
through the worst experiences in life, we become stronger by the grace of God, not by our own machoism and our own personal uh, idea that we have about ourselves and our strength. It's the grace of God that does the work in our life. Uh, and it's sufficient to do that. Uh, these grace times can be recognized. They are very painful experiences. They render a helpless and a hopeless, render us hopeless to, to do anything for ourselves. When we get to that point where we just feel so helpless and so hopeless, get ready. God's got a load of grace for you. Grace to step in and to uh, bind you up and to strengthen you and to encourage you and to show you life's not over. God's not through with you. God's got something great to do in your life by His grace. Uh, so these grace times, they come as a relief for much pain and suffering. There's a phrase I like to quote many times. It says, man's extremity is God's opportunity. You know, I don't know about you, it's not hard for me to reach my extremity. I go just as far as I can go and I don't think I can go any further. I don't think I can do any better. But remember, that's the beginning place for God working in your life by His grace. And God likes to allow us to reach our extremities so we can, by faith, reach out to His grace and trust His grace and go so much further in life and be so much more effective by the grace of God. Uh, <clears throat> man's extremity is God's opportunity. Paul said, I should be exalted lest I, uh, above measure. Uh, Paul didn't have any problems with uh, being uh, backward or being shy. Have you noticed that about Paul? Paul, I believe, was outgoing by nature. And he said what he meant. He meant what he said. He was a great leader. And uh, God used him in a mighty way. Uh, but he wasn't in it to be exalted. Maybe he thought that God thought he was getting the big head. And that's why God allowed uh, this thorn in the flesh to, to uh, hinder him. But it wasn't to hinder him. It's to get his eyes back on the Lord. Now, do you have a weakness? All of us do, aren't we? We're, we're, doesn't it aggravate you that you just can't get some things right in your life? That you don't, you can't, you don't really seem to be doing as well in this area or that area. And uh, you, it's a weakness. It's a thorn in the flesh. And God allows this to rumple us. And it causes us to need Him more. And at least it's come to a place where we feel like, I got this, Lord. I got it. I've been saved uh, 
50 years. Uh, I've served you all this time. I got it, Lord. And that kind of confidence is just what the devil loves. And because it weakens us in our faith and the grace that we need coming from the Lord. God's got abundant grace, but he didn't, he didn't waste it. He doesn't just throw it around. He personally gives it to those that humble themselves before the Lord and they know they need the grace of God. The more pride rules your life and the more <clears throat> you're, you're full of self and, and take the credit for every good thing in your life, the uh, less grace you're going to have. You, you, can, you can live that kind of life, but it's going to be a rough life without the grace of God. But Paul, Paul wasn't a dummy by any means. He is a very experienced person. He has experience with people. But he said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. You ought to look in the mirror several times a day, several times a week, and say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. I know it's God's grace that's doing it. I, I don't take any credit for it. I thank the Lord uh, that grace can step in when I need it the most and, and relieve so much pain and suffering in my life. Paul, Paul said, <clears throat> lest I should be exalted above measure. Something very humbling about the grace of God. Because we have the grace of God working doesn't mean we're not going to have any problems. That it's going to be smooth sailing. You won't have any hardships. No, grace is what smooths out the sailings in rough seas. Grace is what gets us through the hardships. Uh, the more hardships that come into your life, the more grace you can have. Amen? Uh, the more tough times you face, the more trials you face, the more grace is available for you. Why? To teach you it's not you, it's the grace of God working in you and through you uh, that God is using so by grace, God gives us things that uh, we can't handle. You'd think an all-wise God would look at us and look at our personalities and look at our potential. Man always looks at potential, doesn't he? He sees a young preacher and he says, now that guy's got potential. None of us have potential. And if we do, it's very small, but for the grace of God. Grace makes a difference in our potential and what we can do, what kind of parent we can be, what kind of grandparent we can be, uh, what kind of influence we can have on this old sin-sick world. Amen? Grace is what determines that. Forget potential. Potential has limitations. Amen? Potential only carries you so far. But the grace of God, uh, the sky's the limit. Amen. The sky's the limit as far as what uh, 
uh, how far you can go in pleasing God and serving God and glorifying God. <clears throat> so by grace, God gives us things we can't handle to teach us that there is nothing he can't handle. There's nothing God can't handle. Someone says, ever occurred to you that nothing has ever occurred to God? Amen. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows how to get through everything. Uh, he knows it all. Amen. Uh, when things look hopeless through our, our eyes, they are everyday business through the eyes of grace. Grace knows exactly which path to take, uh, which way to go, and what we need to do. Grace makes our minds clear uh, of all any confusion and any doubts. It does things for us that we just can't do for ourselves. We can't psych ourselves up. Man, that's a word that world uses. And, and uh, when it comes to sports and everything else, they, they get everybody psyched up. Well, that'll carry you for a little while. Maybe if you're in a ball game and they carry you through a, um, a few rounds or a few downs. But uh, God doesn't want us to be psyched up. He wants us to be graced up. Go through the power of God's loving grace to keep us going. Uh, no matter how hopeless things seem, uh, with God's grace, it's just everyday business. You need to remember that phrase. Amen? No matter how hopeless things seem, with God's grace, it's just everyday business. Nothing. Things come up all the time that surprise us, that we weren't expecting, that uh, uh, I didn't, I don't know how many, I've had a few wrecks, automobile wrecks. I was, I was taking a short cut through the country, my three kids in the back seat. My wife and I was going to go look at a, a van. I was going to look at buying. And uh, it's flat roads, and someone had knocked down the stop sign, my stop sign. And so I hadn't slowed down, and the traffic was coming this way, and uh, the guy, I got out in front of me, hit me, and totaled my car, and uh, we were all all right. No one was hurt. I don't know to this day why God allowed that, but... We lived through it. No one was hurt. I think Jeremy was shook up a little bit. He was the youngest. But uh, we uh, made sure everybody got checked out and everybody was okay. Um, that car, I had just gotten it. And uh, I don't think I'd put insurance on it yet. And it sat out behind the church for the longest is a reminder, always get the insurance before you drive it off the lot, amen? So you can learn anything, amen? Uh, 
But experiences in life, they're to teach us. They're to guide us. And grace comes in to make up the difference. We made it. We were okay. And grace, by the grace of God, we moved on. So there's nothing they got that uh, we can't handle, uh, even in the most hopeless times. In 2 Corinthians 12, verse 6 and 7, he shows us that grace keeps us from seeking self and glory because grace is not of ourselves. Paul said, For though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool, for I will say the truth. But now uh, I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth of me uh, to be, or that he heareth of me. And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of, uh, of uh, revelations there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted. We don't know exactly what Paul's thorn in the flesh was. Some think that uh, maybe when he was beaten to death and drug out of the city and then just got up and walked on. <laughs> And they didn't kill him. They thought they did. That he got some damage, maybe to to his brain or something. Or and the Lord didn't take all that away. Maybe he felt it more when he was preaching. He felt weaker. Uh, but he said, "God used that, and it's with me all the time. And it's a constant reminder. I need the grace of God." I can't make it on my own. I need the grace of God. Wasn't that a good way to look at it? Paul took it that way. He didn't get bitter at God. He didn't say, God, I tried to serve him all my life and this is what I get. Felt sorry for himself. He said, I got the message. I got the message that God's grace can keep me going. But it might have, been, might have been headaches. I don't know. Uh, I know, was it Mike that had headaches? Growing up, migraine headaches for weeks and months on end. I never had that. I don't know what that's like to have to go on with life. Even recently he has them and they're just rendering him helpless to do his work. He's self-employed. And... Uh, it's by the grace of God that God humbles us so we'll remember where our strength is really coming from. It's not us. It's not in our uh, own ability, our own strength, our own wisdom. It's the grace of God. Every once in a while, Paul still had these struggles. And he said, it's the grace of God at work. Amen. I don't know what 
what problems you may have, but it's the grace of God working in your life. It's the grace of God that keeps you going and that keeps you on the top side. But he said in verse 9, my grace is sufficient. The more weakness, the more grace. Amen? He says, he didn't say, all right, you've got grace. Get up and go on. He says, my grace is sufficient. That means it's enough. It's not just having God's grace. It's having the sufficient amount of grace for what we need. What he meant was, whatever your need is, God's got the matching size and amount and type of grace to meet that need. Amen? You know, doctors give prescriptions and you take so much of this or so much, but what worked for someone else may not work for you. But God's grace is given to us in just what God knows that we need and how much we need and as long as we need it. Amen? It's sufficient. Uh, And uh, so the more weakness I have, the more grace I get. Uh, The more confusion that I have, the more grace comes in my life. The more doubts the more grace, the more hopelessness I feel, the more grace I get. Have you noticed that? When you've gone through hard times in your life and trials and you just didn't know how you was going to get through them, the worse it got, the more grace you got. God doesn't just take the trials away. It's a growing opportunity for us to learn fresh and new what God's grace is doing for us in our life. Don't fight against it. Don't get bitter. Just take the grace of God and allow God to give you more grace when you need it. And that He'll give you as much as you need. And you won't get overdose of grace. Amen? No matter how hopeless things seem, the more grace you get, the more darkness comes into your life, the more the light of God's grace comes in and uh, is sufficient for us. Paul knew nothing existed when it came to grace, uh, that grace couldn't help because there's no conditions in this life uh, that can separate us from the love of God. I love Romans chapter 8. I memorized it as a teenager. And uh, I don't know why the man that was working with the teens then wanted us to memorize Romans chapter 8, but it's a good chapter. Uh, Romans 8, 38 and 39 says, For I am persuaded. I like that word persuaded. Uh, I've got strong confidence. You know what? A lot of things in this life will disturb your confidence. Amen? 
you better have strong enough confidence uh, in the grace of God. Amen? For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor angels, uh, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Uh, Isn't that a good verse? God doesn't always promise He's going to take away our problems or our hurts or take or deal with our complaints. But nothing's going to separate us from the love of God. You know, if you know if somebody really loves you, you don't have to worry about them going away. Amen? They're going to always be there. The kids know when their parents love them. Nothing's going to separate them from that love. Real love has confidence. And Paul said that's what he hung everything on, was the grace of God, that he loves me. That he's been with me, and he's going to stay with me to the very end. So, some things about God's grace. It was given us, uh, to supply every need. 2 Corinthians 9, 8, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye always, having all sufficiency, may abound unto every good work. Isn't that a good verse? you ever run out of anything? Don't you hate to run about out of something at the end of the month? Or right before the next pay period? Amen? But God says you'll abound. Uh, it'll be sufficient. You'll have sufficiency so you can keep going and keep abounding in every good work. And then we have all strength to support every weakness. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And He said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect or complete in weaknesses. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in mine infirmities. Paul says, I get excited about infirmities. Because the more, the more infirmities I get, the more grace I get. More grace is on the way that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Uh, we, where do we find more grace? It's at the throne of grace through prayer. Hebrews 4.16 Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, and we may find, obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Boy, you say, preacher, I know a lot of times I really need God's grace. Sometimes I feel like I don't get enough grace. Well, I told you where to find it. It's at the throne of grace. Always remember, you can go a lot of places. You can do a lot of things. You can go to, go to the throne of worries. Amen? You can go to your worry closet instead of your prayer closet. Amen? But when you come to the throne of grace, you'll find grace to help in the time of need. Jesus has unlimited supply of grace. John 1.14 And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld His glory as the only begotten of the 
Father, full of grace and truth. He doesn't even begin to run out. The grace he's got in store, it doesn't even run low. doesn't even get halfway low. It barely even gets a little low, no matter how much we draw from it. Isn't that good to know? There's always abundant grace that we need when we need it. Uh, and that's good. Grace does for us what it's impossible for us to do for ourselves. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace are you saved, through faith. I don't know where anybody gets thinking they're going to save themselves or keep themselves saved. Amen? I don't find that in the Bible, for one thing. The one that does the saving is the one that does the keeping. And did a pretty good job of saving. He's doing a great job of keeping. Amen? And that, uh, not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Grace allows us to grow strong in the Spirit. Uh, Luke 2.40, And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. And then we can escape the dominance of sin by grace. Uh, not saying that we'll never be, become sinless, but we all can sin less. Amen? And where sin isn't dominating us and in control of us, and we can't seem to shake it. Uh, we can escape the dominance of sin. Romans 6.14, For sin shall not have dominion or rule over you. You have to obey it. Amen? You, you don't have to. It shall not dominate your life. <clears throat> for you have, for you're not under the law, but under grace. Well, the grace of God is just no question about it. It's what we've got to have. Amen. Let me ask you a question for me. Close. Do you ever feel like you really need? Grace. You really need some more grace. What do you do during those times? You tend to worry. You tend to think, well, God has failed you. He just let you down. Where's God when I need Him? Grace is ours for the asking. We come to the throne of grace. Why is it called the throne of grace? Because that's where we get it. That's where we get more when we run low. It's no excuse. God's got a throne of grace where He can dish out more grace. More particular kind of grace when we need it. When we doubt, He's got grace for that. When we fear, He's got grace for that. When we stumble, He's got grace for that. When we're worried, He's got grace for that. When we don't, don't know where to go next, He's got grace for that. When we don't know how to do what we need to do, He's got grace for that. I needed that a lot when I was raising children. God, give me grace. Their little lives is in my hands. I need Your grace to raise them upright, 
Raise them to honor you their, their whole life long. And so far, I thank God, done a great job. Amen. By His grace. Let's bow our heads. Dear Father, thank You for Your grace. Thank You for Your goodness to us. You're such a good God. We're so unworthy of You. We always have been, always will be. But Lord, Your grace is sufficient for any and every need that we have. Lord, I pray that we'd come to the throne of grace more often. That we would allow Your Holy Spirit to show us where we need more grace and to give us more grace when we ask for it. And Lord, I pray that you're not short on grace. I thank you. You're not short on grace. You always have sufficient grace. Throughout our life, even when it comes to dying, you've got grace for that. When we lose loved ones, you've got grace for that. When we struggle with life and we worry and we fret, and we fume and we fuss. You've got grace for whatever our shortcoming is. Thank you for that. Help us to ask you for more grace and trust you for it by faith. Pray in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen.